You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. This episode is brought to you by Outdoor Class. Outdoor Class is an online video platform geared towards making you a better hunter. Watch instructional videos taught by hunting experts like Remy Warren, Randy Newberg, and Corey Jacobson. After the hunt, learn how to prepare your harvest from world-class wild game chefs like Hank Shaw and Jamie Tagan. Whether it's your first year hunting or you grew up doing it, Outdoor Class will take your skills up a notch. Use code EMPIRE20 at checkout to save 20% off. Visit OutdoorClass.com to learn more. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show with me today, it is me and my wife, Samantha. It is deer season eve for the 2022 rifle season up here in Wisconsin. And I'm getting pretty pumped. I think it's going to be an awesome, I mean, it's always awesome. Opening weekend, so many deer go down. You just see so much, the, the camaraderie of it, the community of it, the tradition of it. It's all exciting, and if you've never experienced it, you gotta you gotta get up to one of these like northern states where it's a big deal. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more like it, but those are some of the highest number I feel like white-tailed deer hunting states, and so it's just cool to see to see whole towns just shut down or you know really thrive during during rifle season because it brings so many people in from out of state out of town um you know i'd be curious to see the numbers at a gas station or a restaurant in some of these big hunting communities during rifle season anyways we're going to jump into this podcast i'm really excited let's do it like he was doing things that were just badass that was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And joining me on the show today, it is my wife, Samantha. Hello, hello. Thanks for being on, babe. You're welcome. So the plan was to do, like, a big night before opener like deer season eve podcast we've got family over here from all over my brother's getting in at like three or Mm -hmm. no i think he said 4 30 a.m and then we're heading to the woods at like 5 45 um and then you know my mom kevin yeah uh, cousins aunt uncle everybody's here ready to roll (laughs) and then they they all all went home to go to bed which i mean i get it it's almost 10 and we've got to be up early. Yeah. And we're about to kick off nine days of straight hunting. Not a ton of sleep. A lot of early mornings. So yeah. it makes sense. But so I offered to sit with him and 
Do a little recording. Yeah, and then when you saw, <laughs> you were looking at trail camera pictures with my mom earlier. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, How about yeah, I why don't you just shoot a small buck and then I'll come out and shoot that one. And I'm like, really? You think that's just... I mean, we can get into this later, but her blind is pretty bougie. She, like, straight up cooks She's in her blind. She's making spaghetti tomorrow and for like lunch. And, like, breakfast tacos and sausage or something. I want to be in that blind. I mean, it does sound <laughs> good. Like, sitting out there, if I had biscuits and gravy. Oh, my gosh. That sounds In so the good. woods in the morning, that would be amazing. I did ask her. I'm like, I'm really curious. Does that, have you seen, does that affect the deer? And she's like, nope. Like, no. her biggest buck that she shot ever, right, was last year. And it was, she was making tacos. Like, right after she's making tacos, she's like, oh, there he is. People people act like things affect deer way more than they do. Yeah, I think it's mental, right? Well, there's, there's, a big, there's a big push from people, and I get it. Like, there's guys who go by the book. Like, they wash all their clothes separately. They do all yeah. of this. And a lot of them are really serious and are really good hunters, and they're shooting monsters every year. And, I mean, if you do that year after year and you're getting big deer, then why change what you're doing? Yeah. But like hunting a small 40-acre chunk yeah. where most of us don't even live, so it's not like we can do any type of management. Yeah. You know, I'm not leaving trail cameras up here year-round. We also have a bunch of other people that hunt it for archery season. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, Wisconsin rifle season, you don't need to do anything. You could be sitting underneath a neon sign that says, Deer, <laughs> run away, we will shoot you, and you will still shoot deer. Oh, yeah. Because... Well, one, deer can't read. And two, like, there's so much chaos in the woods. The deer are just, like, running. I mean, they're just moving a ton. Yeah. All the time. I'm excited to hear how it goes tomorrow. It should be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful. The guy whose property we hunt on, he said he's seen more deer in the valley than he's ever seen. Nice. He's like, they're everywhere. But there is a lot of corn up, which kind of makes me worried. And... I'm really torn. I've got basically, I think basically three spots I could sit in the morning Mm -hmm. and all of them could be good. That's my, I have a hard time making that choice. Of where? Of where to go. Especially if it's not like my number one choice. Because I always have like my number one. This is where I want to be. And if that's taken or if it's a little too close to somebody else, then I start going, okay, what about this one or this one or this one? Yeah. And... Anytime I choose one out of three, I'm always thinking that there's a monster buck walking through the other two choices. I always hate when Dan's not confident because when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a deer tomorrow. I'm like, wait, what? And then he comes home with a deer or an elk. And when he's not confident, I'm like, all right, what's up? Are you okay? No, it's not. (laughs) It's not that I'm not confident. I think I'll have an opportunity to shoot 20 different deer tomorrow. Yeah. I don't. I, I never go into rifle season super confident about a big buck. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's chaos out there. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. You could go the entire season without seeing anything bigger than a fork, or you could have a dozen monsters walk in front of you opening weekend. Like I'm too much like type A. I need <laughs> I need to know. No, I like I like the Honestly, I thought about bringing cellular trail cameras up here yeah, you and totally putting them can. out. Why don't you? Part of me really likes the unknown of the it. The unknown here in Wisconsin at the hunting property yeah. because it's like no matter what you do throughout the year, there will be deer in the woods. And I like 
the excitement of like anything could show up at any second. Mm -hmm. Literally, I've had it where all morning long it's just been slow. And I've had those days. I've had days. I've gone a couple days out here without even seeing a deer, mm -hmm. which is very rare. But at any second, you could just barely turn and there's a deer standing there. And especially now. That's what happened last year, right? You said with Aiden. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. You're just sitting there and then you're there, like, oh, there was probably there six is. encounters like that that morning. Yeah. Where you're sitting there and it's just like you start to wonder, oh, is there going to be a deer that comes through today or this morning or mm -hmm. whatever? And then all of a sudden they're in your face. Bam. Like yeah. right on top of you. And that's what happened. I turned to talk to Aiden last year. Mm -hmm. and I was just going to slowly turn and mention something to him. And as soon as I did, there was a deer 15 to 20 yards behind him. I mean, like, yeah. in plain sight of both of us, directly past him from where I was, and I just go, Aiden, do not move. There is a big buck right there. Yeah. And he, like, his eyes just get huge, and he's, like, frozen, sta staring <laughs> straight forward. This is Dan's nephew. He's like, what? Yeah. Uh, 15 maybe? Yeah, so he's actually, he's going to be hunting. Uh, he's getting licensed this year, and uh, he'll be coming out. I think he gets in from New York tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. So. Nice. Dan was getting ready for um, tomorrow morning. He was setting all his stuff out in Canyon, our son. He was like, Dad, what are you doing? And Dan's like, oh, I'm going hunting in the morning. And Canyon's like, without me? Yeah. <laughs> it was the cutest was thing. But did you, have you recapped your little Missouri hunt with him? Your no, not hunt? really. Haven't done much with him. I mean, there's not much to talk about, but do you want to? Yeah, I, because there's not much to talk about. I feel like it'd be fun to have him on the oh, yeah. podcast and talk about it. I don't know how much he actually would. But basically, would we did. like a five minute little We did five <laughs> sits. We saw one deer for a grand total of three seconds. Yeah. He didn't even see it. I saw it, but he didn't. Had coyotes howling midday all day long, morning and night, one day. And driving through the field, I looked over to my left, and there's a coyote just standing there. And I was like, "Are my like something's off? Like my eyes are playing tricks yeah. on me." Seventy yards off the driver's side of the vehicle, I park. I turned to my son and I said, Canyon, there's a coyote out there. I'm going to shoot it. And he goes, where? <laughs> and he's like looking around and he sees it. And I get out of the pass or out of the driver's side, go to the rear driver's side door, get the AR out, load it, walk to the back of the truck, lean on the tailgate yeah. and shoot this thing at 70 yards. And it never ran, never acted like it was scared. Didn't even care. Nothing. Get over there, and it was chewing on a cow bone. Oh. And then we walked over, and we found it laying yeah. there. And Canyon was super pumped. He wanted. He was asking about taking it home, but it, <laughs> it had mange. And I was like, no, that'll oh, make yeah. Scout really sick. Yeah, no thanks. Um, so, anyways, that was basically the full extent of yeah. the hunt. And then, of course, now that we're not there, and we could be there hunting still, Dance I'm getting daytime deer up. pictures all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of driving me crazy. All you have to do is just, like, roll your eyes. Yeah. But, I mean, I could always take him out here with me. Yeah. It's a little too cold here. I mean, this was his first year sitting, and I don't think he has the full attention span yet. No, He's definitely still not. learning. So, he was on his iPad a little bit playing and fully distracted <laughs> when yep. they were hunting. But, 
So being in the woods out here, I think would be too much for him. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is we're close enough. We're a couple miles from oh, my yeah. mom's house. And so if we get one, like you can always come over or if I come back and get the four wheeler, yeah, like he can come back out with me. He can go out and see the deer. He can help load well, it. Well, maybe if you get one stuff. and then you sit with Aiden on Sunday, maybe Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got the possibility of going down to Buffalo County oh, yeah. during the week this week. That's true. But my number one priority is getting my nephew his first deer. And so I'll try to get him one. Because how many... And then, how many deer? You just have the two archery this year plus your elk. I've got two archery deer plus whatever elk meat I get. So our freezer is more than full. We're like on a second freezer now. <laughs> no, but if you think about how much meat we actually consume each year, yeah. no, we could true. probably handle five deer and the elk meat. Like Freezer-wise, we, we need another freezer. Oh, we definitely need another freezer. But we can, we'll eat... Yeah. five deers worth of meat throughout the year. Speaking of, Dan's mom and stepdad always get um, their deer processed every year, and they do different things. So the, our favorite is the venison bacon yep. out here in Wisconsin. Have we seen it anywhere else? I actually just saw a video of people doing it, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, probably three or four days ago. It's And so they were good. doing a bunch of different – they were doing, like, the brown sugar. They were doing maple. They were oh, doing nice. all kinds of stuff. They always so. get it processed in different ways. And Dan and I just do, like, back straps, roast, and ground. Um, whenever we did it ourselves, we did, like, sausage a couple times or whatever. Yeah, brats. Yeah, different things. But um, his stepdad yesterday had us try – it was, like, venison – Bologna, yeah. almost. And it was so good. It really I was. I told Dan, I'm like, you get one this year, and we're just going to be like, hey, do the back straps and give me all, like, bacon Well, bologna. I want, like, a bunch of beef sticks <laughs> yeah. or, like, venison jerky sticks, yeah. jerky, summer sausage. Like, like all the uh, extra stuff, because I feel like we have a bunch of ground meat, and, you know, as m- many things that we can use the meat for, the better. Yeah. Other than just ground or steak or roast. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll we'll probably do that here. Yeah. You know, with whatever deer I get here, because we'll drop it off. And I might honestly just shoot too. a doe tomorrow if one comes through. Yeah. Like, I don't need one, but I've got three doe tags and a buck tag. So. Mm. Why do you have three out here? Yeah, they just come with. That's crazy. They come with a tag. I thought it was just like one in one. Nope. Mm. Uh, so I've got three doe tags and a buck tag. And honestly, I could just shoot something <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Drop it off, have it processed, get it, like, all the good stuff, right? The stuff that we normally don't get. Yeah. And go from there. But also, I feel like with the type of food that we eat, you know, we normally don't do a lot of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, roast can be used for everything. We eat pretty much the same thing all the time. It's just easy. Um, One, in a sense, it's healthy. Like meal planning. Yeah, meal planning-wise. We eat, like, the same breakfast. Same lunch, same dinner, same snacks. Because in the RV, we don't have a ton of space, so we can't buy a lot. Um, but, yeah, just, like, planning-wise, it's easy to eat the same thing. And so it would kind of keep us on track, I guess. You know what I really want, though? What? Some shredded venison quesadillas. Oh, my gosh. We haven't done that in oh, a while. Oh, that sounds so good So years ago, right this I'm was hungry. when we first I haven't got even eaten dinner. It's 10. We I haven't eat eaten this. <laughs> um, this was probably right when we got married. Dan, whenever he was bringing all this meat home, I would find ways to cook it and look up different recipes. And we loved 
like sh- like roast beef. Um, I don't always make roast potatoes, carrots, and I was like, well, it's the same thing as like a venison roast. Like, might as well just you know try to cook it the same way. So I do a packet of brown gravy, packet of onion soup mix, some water in there, and crock pot it all day to where it just shreds. Um, well, Dan had this wild idea one day. Let's make it into a quesadilla, and it was so good. And then we did like shredded venison. Beans, corn, corn cheese. Yeah. Top it with sour cream and salsa if you like it, and it was amazing. So we'll do that and make a big pot and of it. And you can do like breakfast venison quesadillas yeah. out of it. Or you breakfast can do tacos. Breakfast tacos. Flour, oh my tortilla, gosh. Tortilla cheese. Oh, you're getting hungry. There's something about a tortilla, meat, and cheese. Like yeah. any combination with that. Yeah. And it's good. You could do enchilada. You can do taco. Maybe you can if do your burrito, mom has a roast, you can do quesadilla. I'll throw one in tomorrow and oh, that sounds have so it ready good. for the night. That does sound good. She'll probably be making that in the morning for breakfast <laughs> she in did. her blind. So tomorrow she has her food prepped already. I forget what she's doing in the morning. Oh, I mentioned it. Um, but for lunch, she's making spaghetti. Yep. Yeah, she's got her noodles, her meat, and a little sauce packet <laughs> for her blind. It's so funny. It's always fun. Like... The tradition of whitetail season here in Wisconsin is like nothing I've ever seen yeah. anywhere, period. Like out in Colorado, going out for second rifle, it's like a lot of fun. You see a lot of down. people. But here, I mean, even in Missouri, we were driving through the other day, and I pointed out to you the fact that, like, you look out, and it's opening weekend, yeah. no and you orange. don't see any orange out there. Mm-mm. Here, you can't drive past a field, a chunk Without of woods, a cornfield, yeah. anything. Without seeing a car parked on the side, everywhere. yeah, you're like, oh, they're in the deer stand. They're in the deer yeah. stand. Yeah, honestly, if I flew a drone up from right here, we could probably pick out a hundred hunters. Yeah, that's crazy. Just from here, and it's crazy to think that there's enough deer to, I mean, in a sense, you know. Oh, there, well, there's millions of deer, yeah. and not even a million hunters. But so like big ones. Yeah. Well, big ones. <laughs> there's definitely not enough big ones for everybody. I'll tell you that right now. My, you can probably tell I'm not a big hunter, but a lot of people on social media are like, why, why don't you go hunting with him? Like, go out with him. And here's the deal. I think I would. And I did when we were married, before we had kids, like I would go out a couple of times, sit with you. It was always Dan's passion. And I never wanted to, um, one, like get in the way of that because as a guy and I feel like the head of a household and husband, like him getting out to go do his passion, like is that refresh that refreshing time that he needs and to just like recoup and kind of have your space. And so I never wanted to like encroach upon that, but I did like going out and sitting with you cause it was like me getting into your world, you know, yeah. and experiencing that. But now with kids and even, especially out here, every one of his family member hunts, like someone has to watch the kids. So it's me. But also I just don't think deer hunting is for you. Not the way that I do it. Yeah. Like sitting in a tree stand, sitting in a blind, sitting on a bucket in the woods all day long. Yeah. Like I'm, you are just a go, go, go type hard of person. To sit still. And so like if we were doing a deer drive mm-hmm. or if we were doing spot and stock, yeah. like out in the plains. Shed hunting. Shed I feel hunting. Like, I could like do. active I is did what like, you need. I did like my doe hunt in Missouri though. But I think. That, yeah, I went you, out in the morning, nothing, oh, and I went out in the evening. Even that. We I were, went out in the evening and got something. So it was only one day of hunting. So I was like, all right, sweet, one day, I'm good, got my yeah, dough. Yeah, but and you already started second-guessing what you were doing out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like 40 minutes into opening morning. <laughs> no, it was Yes, it 100% was. You turned no. and you looked at me, 
And I remember, I can, I can picture oh, yeah. your face saying this. You turned and looked at me and you said, <laughs> this is what you do all, all day, day long. And I go, yep. yep. Basically, all fall any day that I can. I was like, and you're like, literally, yeah, that's what you said. That was your follow up. Do you have any idea how much I could get done (laughs) in the amount of time you sit here? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I don't don't care if that's like there's. You could have a million things on a checklist for me, and I don't think about a single one of them when I'm sitting out in the woods. Maybe that's. I don't know if that's the homemaker in me. Like I could food prep. I could clean my house. I could do a. DIY project. No, you have no idea. I could what, work. <laughs> you have no idea what idling is or being in neutral is. You're in like sixth gear pegged all the time. All the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like there's probably other types of hunts, like pheasant hunting. I feel like you'd really yeah. enjoy pheasant hunting. I did like hunting. rabbit when we went rabbit yep, hunting because we're active. moving. Yeah, for sure. But then again, I do like, you know, getting the deer in a sense, as a reward for your hunting. But I need to know, if I'm going to spend four days out there, I need to know at the end of those four days, there's going to be a deer. You don't. And that's the thing that I know. And that's the thing that's hard for me. And so I just kind of chop it as, like, chop it up If you want to guarantee that you're going to get something, get into fishing. And get a bluegill. (laughs) Yeah, go catch a bluegill with a worm. Like, guaranteed, go sit by a dock with a worm and a bobber, and you'll catch a bluegill. I did tell Dan, I was like, I think I want a bow because I want to, I want to get into it and I want a side note. I don't have like a, I don't have a hobby. <laughs> Sam does not have a hobby. Her hobby is more work. It's working. I love to work. I like chasing goals and achieving things and, you know, I don't know. I just love working. But yeah, I don't know. I told him I was like, I want a bow and I want to try. Because whenever we lived in Colorado, I would go to every, I think, Tuesday night or every Wednesday night. There would be girls' night at the local archery place. And I would go with our cousin and we would shoot um, recurve. And it was fun. I really enjoyed it. It was just something to get out and do. And so I think as the kids get older, it'll be easier to kind of get out more and to hunt and for them to come with us. Canyon loved it. And I told him, when you get older, you can't be on the iPad in the, st- in the blind. You know, you got to focus. And Ember, she's only four and a half. But she, Dan, I can tell she's going to do really good when she gets out to hunt. She yeah. is real focused. And she, I think she would love just scouting and looking. And Yeah, I think, I think she will. really enjoy it. I mean, it's young. Like, I yeah. remember, even for me, I think I really started getting to go out when I was, like, nine. Yeah. Maybe even ten. And other than that, it was just, you know, kind of a hassle to have me out there. I can't shoot. Oh, yeah. I'm getting cold. I'm Kenan getting tired. He had to pee all the time. He was yeah, chugging hot chocolate. Like, I want to walk around. I yeah. want to do all this stuff. And so, like, honestly, at 12, it was pretty good because at that point, I realized, like, hey, I need to sit still. Yeah. I had a couple of years under my belt. But six is just early. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It felt very early for him to be out there. And it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, we're not sitting out there for five hours. Oh no. Like two hours, two and a half max, and yeah, he's ready yeah. to go, even with the distraction of a cell phone or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, That's here true. we've got we've got a bunch of family in town. Like I said, Josh is coming in early in the morning, so really in the woods with us, it's gonna be me, Billy, Mark, Brady, Sam, Gage, Josh. Dang. So seven of us. On the 40 acre? On the 40. Well, 
there's like a 40 acre and then there's a tiny little strip of woods on the mm -hmm. other side of the road. Um, so there will be like five and two. Yeah. Really. Uh, but the, the lay of the land out there, there's a lot of rolling hills inside the woods, a lot of steep mm -hmm. valleys. And so you could pack in like 15 people in there yeah. and you still probably wouldn't feel like yeah. you're on top of one another. Um, yeah, we're going to go out tomorrow. Typically opening weekend, I feel like we can usually count on three deer mm -hmm. at least. Some yeah. years way more than that. You know, there's some years where we've got seven deer down opening weekend between us and then my mom and Kevin being out on, on his family land. Are you guys doing a uh, buck pool or anything? <clears throat> there was no talk, talk of it that? today. Pretty Which is weird. slow day then. No one wants to it was. It, it feels tired. like a It feels like a different opener yeah i don't know why maybe because we got here so much earlier yeah that's like true. we already had a full day to just hang, hang out. out enjoy time with them yeah since we're not arriving late it's not like they have to hang out and entertain us and welcome us because we've already yeah. been here so we'll see i'm i'm excited i'm hopeful i think there's a lot of uh there's going to be a lot of deer tomorrow and there's also nothing like being out in the woods and you just hear those gunshots yeah like all day long hundreds if not thousands of gunshots will be heard from yeah. the woods tomorrow just from so the r1 crazy. spot and then knowing there's tens of thousands of more you know all around the all around the state yeah and um and then every time like if there's a lull and you start second guessing like oh man where are the deer at i haven't seen any mm -hmm. like am i gonna see any and then you hear a gunshot and you immediately go back to that could be me in, at any second oh yeah any second like the deer are obviously moving somebody's shooting at them yeah. right now yeah they could come through here right now and then even after you shoot you better be on your toes still because mm -hmm. i've i've had deer like as soon as i shoot and like kill one a deer, more comes right in another one comes right in or like three more come in or didn't you get a doe and a buck within minutes one time Oh, that's happened. Remember. That happens all the time. Yeah. Every year, you like somebody shoots multiple deer in yeah. a matter of thirty seconds apart, maybe yeah, more. That's crazy. And that happened last year. I mean, I shot that buck, mm -hmm. and I, Aiden and I stood up and we we're gonna go look at it. And I look, and There's running straight past Sam, like f less than five yards from Sam, mm -hmm. this doe just flies right past him, comes down the hill straight towards us, and we could have killed it, Dang. but I had already shot a doe that morning and then and a buck back, at that yeah. point so yeah i mean it it happens quick out there i'm hopeful though i think there's going to be a lot um i always love getting that texture call like buck down deer down so I'm well in the group you. text i mean we always well, keep yeah, everybody but I'm saying, updated. like on my side with you yeah. i love hearing that yeah i mean i'm excited part of me really wants to shoot a buck tomorrow mm -hmm. and obviously i will if the right one steps out yeah Part of me doesn't want to shoot one here at all, and I want to go down to Buffalo County where, like, they are known uh, yeah. for monsters. Because so I'm a never going to shoot a giant shoot a buffalo. Here, you can't get one in buffalo. Yeah, County. I'll never shoot a giant Buffalo County buck unless I actually go there and hunt them. Then why you know, don't you just, just get can't. a doe? And then just hold your, unless you well, see a monster. Well, that's tomorrow, my plan. I'm going to shoot monster. a doe. Yeah. I'll shoot a doe. If a big, big buck shows up tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to shoot it. I'm not going to pass up one here for the chance of yeah. one somewhere else. But if you see forks, then we'll no. go for a doe. And then maybe throughout the week, I can shoot down there and 
and hunt. Yeah. Especially I've got my saddle system. I know they've got like tower blinds and stuff all over, but I'd rather just find a good spot where like nobody goes back, mm -hmm. find a good crossing point and just sit. Tuck back in. And see deer that maybe nobody has before. Could be good. It could be, but it's getting late. It's officially after 10. Let's go eat something and then go I'm to bed. super hungry <laughs> and I think I have just one or two more things to pack up yeah. for tomorrow. So. Well, good luck, baby. Thanks. When are you coming out? Uh, next year. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. We need to find someone for the kids. Oh, we can, we can cover that. Okay. Next year. Next year. And that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Man, I am super pumped about hunting. I know my brother is too. I think that's part of it. It kind of feels weird because he's not here yet. And he's not going to get in until, honestly, an hour before we have to leave to be out in the woods. And so hopefully uh, his girlfriend can be driving and he can be sleeping. But we're going to get out and get after it. And every year I feel like it could be a year that a big one goes down. And honestly, I feel like the the class of deer that we're seeing each year is continually increasing and as people buy property around the hunting land that we have access to I just hear more and more deer management like quality deer management strategies and habits and implementations that they're putting on the neighboring properties you know putting age age restrictions on uh, the deer that they can harvest and so I'm confident that over the years we're just going to see better and better deer and I hope it always goes that way you know we're in a great we're in a really really great county I mean we're neighboring possibly the best whitetail county to ever exist and honestly I've got some access down in that county and so I think I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and go down there and, and hunt it. It just seems weird, you know, when you hunt the same property, the same chunk of woods for your entire life and then to abandon it for something you have no idea about. It's kind of exciting, but also like, I would much rather shoot a monster buck in these woods that I grew up hunting than I would anywhere else. So who knows, we'll see. It's gonna be an exciting year though. Hopefully you guys are having success. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, you've already bagged one of your target bucks or just a random deer that's come through that got you excited. And so, uh, season's in full swing and it has been all over the place, but hopefully you've got a lot of time left to spend out in the woods, to spend out in the prairies, the mountains, chasing after animals. Um, until next time though, always choose adventure and God bless. <laughs>